0: hello and happy thursday yeah it's thursday releasing this podcast because today is the 2023 nfl draft and it is also my birthday it's my birthday it's it it, it, it it's my birthday yeah happy birthday to me on this day turning 24 years old man i'm getting up there uh, hopefully, hopefully this is the best podcast yet on my birthday. Uh, going to be breaking down the NFL draft and also some NBA. We've had some series now come to a close already. Moving on to the second round, going to be discussing all of that and more. But before we get started, make sure you follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats. Stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. All right, let's start with. The NBA first. We had a couple series come to an end. The Denver Nuggets end it with the Minnesota Timberwolves in five. I mean, Minnesota tried to make it a pretty competitive series, especially in the last few games when uh, it came down to the last few possessions. Uh, Ant had a chance to tie it since it's overtime in the game five. Apparently, he is now injured after throwing a folding chair or is under arrest for throwing a folding chair at an equipment person after the Game 5 loss to the Denver Nuggets. So we'll see uh, what happens there with that. But uh, overall, I mean, a really entertaining series, a bunch of high-powered offense. Uh, Cat and Gobert just really never got their footing in with each other this season. I mean, looking at it, you spend, what, five first-round picks, a couple second-rounders, and give up some other players for Rudy Gobert, and you end up winning one playoff game. One playoff game, not a series. One playoff game uh, for that trade. So uh, overall, not a great trade for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think there's still a, a young team with Ant. He's only 21 years old. We'll see what happens from, uh, in the future. I think they can keep everything together, keep their team healthy towards the end of the season. We're not punching walls. Uh, But Denver Nuggets, on the other hand, they look good. Uh, This team is finally fully healthy, first time since the 2020 season. And since then, they've added Aaron Gordon. So uh, this Denver team can really go far. I mean, talk about uh, their matchup in a second, but uh, Jokic, 43 points the other night. Uh, He had a triple-double the other night. Uh, Jamal Murray, 35 points. Aaron Gordon, 7-up big offensive, defensively. MPJ, we saw hit big shots. Uh, in crunch time. So if this team is hot, it is going to be imp- impossible to stop them. Now they've got to get more stops on defense because they allow a lot of points, but overall this Denver Nuggets team is showing why they're the number one seed in the West for a reason. Uh, they get it done. They make buckets. They happen off night. It only happens for about three quarters, or a quarter if that. So uh, this team can turn it on whenever uh, they are, they, they can make a deep run in these playoffs. I mean, First time they've won 4-1 in the series in a while. I mean, the last three or four series, they've gone to seven games, and a few of those, they had to come back from 3-1 deficits. So uh, it's finally good to be a Nuggets fan to not have to go to seven games (laughs) for the first time in a while. So uh, they play the Phoenix Suns, who just ended their series with the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers... Only had Kawhi for what, well, one game, gave maybe two. Uh, no Paul George the whole series. Suns fully healthy. We'll see. We'll see if they can keep that up. I mean, but all those guys. Uh, Kevin Durant gets injury prone. See how Chris Paul when he's aging. But that team like the Denver Nuggets, high powered offense. They have guys that can make shots. They have playmakers. It, both this series is going to be so fun to watch. Uh, it, it just comes down to who make those final few shots in crunch time because it's going to come down to that. Those, these teams score, 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 and they don't really have off nights. I mean, if one guy's having an off night, they've got three other guys to go score the bucket. So not much defense. Also, uh, shout out to Russell Westbrook coming in and balling this series. Didn't have any help uh, with him uh, after Kawhi got injured. Uh, I had every series close. I mean, every game has been within five points, and then we had one game with the Suns shot 46 free throws, and they lost by five. So shout out Westbrook coming in ball, and I think he's a great fit in with the Clippers. And if they can stay healthy, which, I mean, they probably can't in L.A. with Kawhi and Paul George, but if they can, this can be a dangerous team and a pretty high seeded team coming into next year. Uh, also, the New York Knicks in the Cleveland Cavaliers season winning gentlemen Sweet four to one. So I mean, every series up until the other night was three to one besides the Kings and Golden State. Every series was three to one. I don't remember the last time that's ever happened. Uh, it's been a, I don't remember that if that's ever happened, but New York closes out in five. I I I was leaning towards them. I thought. Cavs in seven. I picked the Cavs to win. I thought it'd be in seven I thought either team could win in seven, but I did not think the New York Knicks would go in and win in five. I, I did not see that one coming. I thought it'd be seven for either team, so impressive, impressive win for the New York Knicks. Cleveland just couldn't get anything done. I mean, they're the first team held under eighty points uh this season. So uh, New York. Getting it done, they look really, really good. Uh the other two game uh Memphis extends to a game six against the Los Angeles Lakers, came out and just dominated uh, at home to advance it to a game six it'll be back to LA see if Lakers can close it out what a fun game man LeBron James is him LeBron James is clutch that is Mr. Clutch uh, I don't know where people don't think he's a uh, cl- he's got that clutch gene in him but he is he does have that uh the, what a fun game the other night that went into overtime uh Lakers pulled it out to go up 3-1 much needed Uh, I mean, you kind of expected Memphis to come in and win this game, but Lakers will be back at it uh, in a few nights, and I expect them to close it out at thecrypto.com. Who would have thought Lakers, 7th seed, going in, being the 2-seed Memphis Grizzlies? I I I was hesitant to pick it, but LeBron James, man, he gets out of the first round. Uh, Other games, Miami-Milwaukee. Miami up 3-1 in the series. talked a little bit about this one the other night with Hemi Butler. Did not finish this podcast in time for the final score from that game or the Golden State Sacramento game, so do not know uh, who went up in the, or if Miami clinched the series or who went up in the Golden State Sacramento game. But the Golden State Sacramento, I I expect seven games. I mean, we'll see. Sacramento should win at home. It should go up 3 2 in this series because Golden State does not play well at home. But, like I said, they have the experience, and they have the playoffs. They have the playoff experience to go in and win, even though they are so bad on the road this season. Miami, if they can clinch and beat Milwaukee in five, that is extremely impressive, even without Giannis for a one or two games. They didn't have him. I think it is very, very impressive, and shows Jimmy Butler is an elite playmaker and elite ball player in the NBA. So a props to Jimmy Butler, 56 the other night, uh, Milwaukee. I feel like they do this every year. One seed, high hopes. Nope, it doesn't turn into a championship. I mean, they had one year. But other than that, they're always a one-two seed, and they can't get past that. And let's talk final game. Uh, Trey Young, ice Trey, balling, extended to a game six in the ATL. Trey Young had 38 points, uh, Jalen Brown 35, and no Deontay Murray suspended for shoving the ref. Uh, Hawks, very, very impressive after being down by 13 in the fourth quarter. So just impressive seeing them coming back and getting a major victory to extend their season. Hey, I could see them maybe winning game six at home. but Who knows? It, anything can happen. Trey Young can go for 40 again. It can definitely happen. We'll see what Janet Jackson has to say about her or about, about him because they are supposed to have a Janet Jackson concert that night. <laughs> uh, of the NBA basketball game. So we'll see what happens there. A fun, fun series. I know it would be. Hopefully, we get six, maybe seven games, uh, or seven games. Yeah, hopefully, we get seven games in this series. All right, that's all for the NBA. Uh, Real quick, the Mexico Open at Vedanta is this weekend going to be so much fun. Not a huge stacked lineup. You got John Rahm, defending master or Masters champion in this lineup, but that's really the biggest name that's playing this weekend uh, in Mexico. I think. Some of my top ten locks. I've got John Rahm, Wyndham Clark been on a been on a roll this season. A great weekend last week. Tony Finau, Mark Hubbard, and Matt Wallace. Give me those as some top ten locks uh, for this weekend in Mexico for the golf tournament. All right. Before we get to the NFL draft, on this day in history, uh, 1945, the U.S. Army liberates Dachau, uh, the concentration camp. Camp in Germany, uh, the U.S. freed thirty-one thousand five hundred prisoners. Wow, that is a lot of people that were liberated. Uh, just sad stuff uh, that happened over there. But U.S. Army liberates Dachau on this day, nineteen forty-five. Uh, nineteen thirty-seven, the first commercial flight across the Pacific. Yeah, nineteen thirty-seven, and then nineteen fifty-six. Rocky Marciano retires, uh, the only to be undefeated his whole career, 49-0, 43 knockouts. Yeah, Rocky, baby. He was him. Uh, Retired on this day, 1956. Woo, long time ago. Uh, Some birthdays to give out. Uh, Casey Kasem, love him. Uh, Duke Ellington, Willie Nelson, and then myself. Come on. You know I'm shouting me out on the happy birthday segment. It's me. Again, a birthday shout-out on this day in history. All right, everyone, uh, before we move on to the NFL Draft, make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, literally anywhere you get your podcast at Burgers and Brots and stay up to date with the on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brots. So let's break down the NFL Draft a little bit for you. 1 through 10, uh, you got you got Carolina, followed by the Texans, Cardinals at 3, Colts, Seattle rounding out top five. Then you got the Lions, Raiders, Falcons at eight, followed by the Bears, and then Eagles at number 10. The Eagles get a top 10 pick after heading to the Super Bowl and being the runner ups. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty good uh, if you're an Eagles fan. And if you're a Texans, you get two top 12 picks. So those are some good, good places to be. Uh, for those teams um, I mean NFL draft day It's always fun uh, It's always a fun time Seeing these young guys uh, Get to live out their dream And go play Have a chance to play in the NFL And make a roster uh, it, It's going to be a fun weekend I love tuning in just randomly During the weekend Or when you're on Twitter And you see a player From your favorite school Get drafted And you're like Oh let's go Well, I'm going to go turn on TV Real quick so I can watch that uh, it, it, It's fun seeing that and everything, especially those guys you've been watching play for three to four years in college. So I'm going to be giving out my top ten, or I'm going to be giving out what I think the teams are going to be doing for the top ten, and then what my top ten would be, and then also some overrated, underrated players, and then some major storylines going into the NFL Draft. So NFL Draft tonight, whew, it is Here. And there, so there has been some rumors. Uh, Will Levis draft stock has reportedly, I mean, bed. He's he's moving up the betting odds to be number one after a Reddit user posted that uh, Panthers were inquiring about taking Will Levis at number one and been in contact with Levis. Will Levis. So I mean, we'll see. It's kind of like when the Cleveland Browns took Baker Mayfield uh, five years ago today. Uh, then no one really knew. No one really expected that. It was kind of like last last moment. Uh, kind of spur the moment and just took Baker Mayfield, which was a good pick for them. Because I mean, he got them their first playoff win in a million years. But uh, it, who knows? Who knows what can happen at number one? I really do think there are three. I think it's three quarterbacks and then the rest. Uh, I I'm, I am high on Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis. Uh, so some of my underrated guys for this NFL draft, I, I really do think Will Levis is pretty underrated here. I, I think he's a pretty good quarterback, uh, to be honest. I mean, he's 65% completion percentage, 2,400 yards, only 19 touchdowns, uh, and 10 interceptions, so a few of those. He did have an injury for a few games uh, this season. 59th though in QBR So uh, if you look at the stats on that That's that's not very good But they've played in a tough league Played for, played for an okay team They don't have the playmakers like Alabama And Ohio State had But uh, still a good quarterback Got them to a, a bunch of wins Carried them to a bunch of wins This and last season Got them to some good bowl games So I, I, I do think Will Levis is an underrated Talent in this NFL draft uh anton harrison offense tackle uh offense lineman for the oklahoma sooners just four sacks and 948 pass blocking attempts whoo that's it i mean started his career at tennessee but just four sacks and 948 pass blocking attempts uh brian Brees, uh, he did come off in, in an acl injury past season but he's only a sophomore so i and he's in this draft so i think he can be a big name that could go a little early uh i mean at least a Few draft, few rounds earlier in this draft, and then Hendon Hooker. I, I think I think he's going to be a pretty decent quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he did come off that ACL injury the last uh, what two games, last game of the season before the bowl game. So uh, he's a good quarterback. Great, good weapons at uh, Tennessee. Uh, he he does have the passing abilities. I mean, we saw with that Alabama game; he looked really good, uh, good velocity. Uh, last year, thirty-one hundred yards, thirty-one hundred yards, sixty-nine percent completion percentage, twenty-seven touchdowns, and only two interceptions. So, I think this will be an underrated still steal for whichever. Uh, for whichever team takes him. Because, I mean, those are great stats. I know college doesn't immediately translate to the NFL, but to only have two interceptions, and you're playing in the SEC as well, uh, it, it's pretty remarkable stuff. I, I, I think Hinn and Hooker will be a good pickup in the late first round, whoever gets him. Uh, Also, some other quarterbacks. I think DTR can be a pretty good pickup. 3,100 yards as well. 27 touchdowns. Did have 10 interceptions. Had a lot of interceptions throughout his career. Had a lot of games they should have won. Uh, Playmaking that he could have been a little smarter on, especially earlier in his career. This last year of the season, this past year, his senior season, he looked much better, way more experienced, way better in the pocket. So, uh, I do think that could be another highly touted, or corner quarterback probably gets taken day two, uh, day two definitely day three by the least. Uh, Max Duggan also thirty two touchdowns, eight interceptions. So, uh, defending runner ups for the NCAA's TCU quarterback, <coughs> uh, Max Duggan, uh, thirty two touchdowns, eight interceptions. I, I I think he'd be good. I mean, no one was really talking about him beginning of the season because I mean he got benched uh, for their backup but then back, starting quarterback goes out, he comes in, leads them on a magical, magical undefeated season until uh, the Big 12 Championship and then the cultural playoff championship game also obviously Will Anderson, outside linebacker for Alabama, big man baby, big man, he is going to go top five he, he should go top three top five uh, for sure in this uh, draft, so uh, Five-star, uh, went to Alabama, 4'6", 40-yard dash. Uh, 51 tackles, 10 sacks, and one interception. So, I mean, he, he'll understand is a real deal, big dude. Uh, you can go to Alabama, you're going to get drafted highly on draft day, especially the first round. And then Quentin Johnson, wide receiver from TCU, uh, pretty, I mean, very tall <laughs> receiver. Uh, helped them, of course, making their final runs, or making their deep run into the college playoff and then also the championship game six year receptions over a thousand yards uh his average reception was seven It was 18 yards per catch and then six touchdowns so i mean add a little link to these this whatever nfl team he goes to and he, he's gonna be he's gonna be a good pickup there some of these guys i think are a little overrated i i really do think anthony richardson is not that guy i i, I really don't see i mean he went his, what first Five games without throwing a passing touchdown it, it, forever it took forever uh, for him to get his first passing touchdown I mean they had a down year this year new staff and everything uh, don't know how deep they were on a roster but it did end up with 17 touchdowns 9 interceptions only 53% from the field guys only 53% passing percentage and 2500 yards yes he can run but he's not doing it with his arm. I mean, fifty-three percent. No, uh-uh. ain't gonna do it in the NFL. Uh, he will be obviously good. I I don't know why would you start his uh, pick him early, especially when you got a few quarterbacks coming out next year. I think Anthony Richardson should slide a little bit. Uh, but that's just my take on that. Also, uh, DJ Turner or DJ Turner. He's, he's okay but he's a little athletic his athletic ability is kind of carrying him in this one uh not not decent product on the field but i think he should slide a little bit also uh sets bennett obviously i don't think he should go in the first few rounds uh not for me i mean two-time national championship quarterback wins last time You said no nah, that we are not taking them in the first second third maybe even fourth round of a draft uh, it's pretty crazy i mean Obviously, he'll get drafted, but he'll and automatically be a third uh, third stringer. second, definitely third string, maybe even more uh, in this draft. Uh, so that's some of the underrated overrated players I see in this draft i I think uh b john Robinson will be a pretty good player. i I don't know if he'll be a pretty good player. he's a really good he's a really good college running back, but I just don't think a team should waste a top ten pick. Find a running back. Unless that's all you need a running back. He had 258 attempts, 1,500 yards, 18 touchdowns. He can catch the ball really good. I, I think he's going to be pretty good, but I just don't see you wasting a pick, top 10 pick on Bijan. I mean, last time, I mean, Zeke's the last one we saw do that, but uh, I don't think he waste a top 10 pick on that. Uh, I think he will be a good player, though. Uh, all right, let's go through the top 10 for the draft. Um, also, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I, I don't know if I'm sold on him. I'm not sold. know if I'm sold on him necessarily in the NFL. A little short, uh, playing wise. Uh, deep, really good quarter or wide receiver. Sorry, but uh, he had a really good year last year. Didn't really hear much of his name this year because I mean he was injured. But the three games he did play in, five receptions, forty-three yards, zero touchdowns. So I mean he played in three games where he got injured. Uh, only had five receptions in the year, 43 yards. It took Ohio State a little bit to find that offense. Also, though, it didn't start clicking until the end of the year. So we'll see coming off that injury in uh, Jigma coming out. So, all right, let's move into the top ten. The NFL draft. Well, let's start with let's start with number one, the Carolina Panthers. All right, Panthers. I, I They got this pick from the Bears, traded 4-4. Four picks and DJ Moore for this pick I think they go Bryce Young uh, Bryce Young 64.5% on completion percentage 3,300 yards 32 touchdowns 5 interceptions and 6 in QBR I think Bryce Young is a good guy I think he's a good pickup. I think he's a good quarterback great quarterback in college I, I just don't know I think he's pretty small uh, I'm not going to say don't take him if you have the first through fifth pick. I'm not going to say that. Because I think I think you should draft him if he's there. But I am taking C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young in the draft. I am taking C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young if I'm a team in this NFL draft. These two guys could be like two of the greats together. I think both these guys are really, really good. I think both these guys can play. I think Bryce Young's just a little small. I think both these guys can be good playmakers in the NFL. All right, but I think the Panthers, they end up taking Bryce Young at number one. I would not be surprised if they said C.J. Shroud when it first came out, but we'll see. Uh, The Texans, uh, C.J. Shroud, 66% completion percentage, 3,600 yards, 41 touchdowns, and 6 interceptions. I mean, this man was balling. This man was balling throughout the season. Uh, Should have had them in a national championship game, and they could have won that national championship game. They would have won that national championship game against TCU if they would have just made it. Uh, Scored with a little less time left. Uh, I will not, however, be surprised if the Texans pass on a quarterback here and go with uh, Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. I would not be surprised if they pass on a quarterback and go straight defense. You got Davis Mills, but that ain't. I think you t- maybe tank next year for Kayla Williams. Uh, I or maybe they could go Jalen Carter. Uh, I just think he should drop a little bit because of what happened this year with him lying to the police and then the fateful car accident killed uh, the young assistant and everything. So as Texans, I think that I think I think they should. Take C.J. Stroud if he is available. I I do. I think it'll sell a lot of tickets, especially for next year too. If not, they're going straight defense. Uh, number three, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, so I mean, Kyle Murray will be back a few games in the season. You lose J.J. Watt. You need what? You might lose DeAndre Hopkins. You need wide receiver. You need offensive line. You need defense line. Uh, maybe Jalen Carter here. Maybe Tyree Wilson here. Whichever if. I mean, if Texans don't take Tyree, I think Cardinals take him. Or, if they take Tyree, I think they take Will Anderson, or they could trade the pick. But, uh, Cardinals, go defense. Cardinals, go defense. Best available defensive player, Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson. And number four, here's where things could get even trickier. The Indianapolis Colts. I, this team can win with the quarterback, I and mean, they've got a great running back uh, with Jonathan Taylor got injured last year, but a good defense. They've had a really good defense the last two years. Uh, they've had, let's see, seven starting quarterbacks since Andrew Luck retired in 2018, so since the 2019 season. Uh, 2019. Uh, seven different quarterbacks. Uh, I think this team has got a decent lineup around it, and I think they should go quarterback now, and I think Will Levis is the answer. For the Colts. I mean, 65%, like I said, 2,400 yards, 19 touchdowns. Uh, I, I just like Will Levis' game better than I like Anthony Richardson. I don't trust Anthony Richardson right now. I, I think Will Levis is the guy, but Anthony Richardson, also only a sophomore. Yeah, sophomore quarterback, no experience, super young. It is going to take him years to understand uh, this NFL, how the NFL works. So, I think the smart choices will love us more experience and a better arm for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, number five, Seattle. Uh, best defensive player available. Uh, whoever that is, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. Best defensive player available uh, in this draft. And also it could be Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. But we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Seattle, best defensive player available. Uh, number six, the Lions. The same thing. Best defense player available. Or could they maybe take Anthony Richardson? Could they take Anthony Richardson here? Maybe. They could be looking for a quarterback. Uh, I mean, this team, it's got a few playmakers on it. Good head coach. Not a great defense. Some wide receivers, some running backs. They could take a quarterback here. And take Anthony Richardson if he's available, or Will Levis. I mean, Will Levis for I. It could work. So we'll see. We'll see. But Lions, better look out. Maybe they could take a quarterback right here. And then number seven, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, it's I. I think they need they need offensive line help, or they take uh, Devin Witherspoon from. Illinois. Uh, offense line help or Devin with the spoon, uh, in my opinion, for the Raiders. And you got the quarterback. You got you got good wide receivers here. Defense was just atrocious last season. Atrocious. That's why I lost a lot of games. Uh then number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, you need everything here. You you could trade out of here, you could take you need defense, you could take a running back. Maybe Bijan goes in the top ten to the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe. They're probably going to have uh, Ritter, uh, Ritter come in and be the starting quarterback, so need a running back? Need offense line help? Either or. Uh, they could go lots of places. Uh, Christian Gonzalez? Possibly. Or Bijan Robinson, I think. Either one of those guys. At number nine, you got the Chicago Bears. <clears throat> well, this team... Not far off from being okay. Um, Justin Fields, good quarterback, I think. Uh, He's a pretty good quarterback. Um, I think he has the future there. He can run. He can pass. So you don't have to worry about a running back. You would need to worry about protection. I don't remember the last time the Bears, you heard someone say the Bears have really good protection this year. They have terrible protection. They need to go offensive tackle. Uh, probably Broderick Jones. Something like that. Maybe Anton Harrison could be up there like that. Paris Johnson Jr. right. Wright. Uh, any offensive tackle in this draft, Bears, take it. All right, and then the number 10 pick, final pick, the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, coming off a of Super Bowl. What do you do? What do you do coming off a runner up, being runner up to the Super Bowl? I think. Screw it. Take Bijan. Take Bijan. Take uh, some defensive guys. Take, in, take a defender. Uh, I, you could use offense tackle, but I think your offense tackle is pretty good. Your guys are getting old. Maybe bring them in for a year uh, to learn the system and get behind the great guys you have on the offense line. Offense line's good. Maybe bring another wide receiver. You have another option between Devontae Smith. <clears throat> so, uh, I, Eagles, I don't think they can make a wrong pick here. Uh, they can go any way. I think anyway, I think anyway would be, any de- position would be a pretty good pick for the Eagles and just add on to their team. And they'd still be in a right, right spot for next season to make another Super Bowl run. All right, that's the top 10, uh, my kind of predictions for the NFL top 10. Uh, some other storylines. Uh, uh, Jalen Carter should probably drop in this draft because of what I said, C.J. Shroud should be number one and is my number one quarterback in this NFL draft. Uh, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks taken in the first first round and then first two days. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks taken. Get that experience and get the get them drafted, learn behind their starters and everything. So, lots of quarter or lots of quarters and lots of corners also. In this draft, a lot of cornerbacks. are gonna be taking off the board defense players. Uh, we'll see if a team takes a running back in the first round and when the first wide receiver comes off the board. I mean, notice I didn't have many receivers. None of us have many receivers coming out uh, in the first in the first round. I mean, you got Jackson Smith and then Zay Flowers from Boston College, but that's that's really it. And Quinn Johnson, like I mentioned earlier, those those are the main ones. Uh, you see, maybe you can have Jordan Addison come out uh, from USC coming in late. Uh, those are kind of the main wide receivers right now. We'll see who wants to take one. Not huge names. Uh, some, I mean, both or all of these players were good in college. So we'll see. But no one, no one's really high on the on the wide receiver draft class this year. Uh, not not as good as it was a, a few years ago. Uh, in the when that first day with I believe twenty twenty, NFL draft. So uh, that it uh, also let me go with my Broncos real quick. Let me let me talk about my Broncos. Get some O line help, guys. You got we brought Ben Powers in. That should help. But get some O line help. Come on, we don't need any more tight ends, guys. Please stop drafting tight ends on draft day, especially in the first round. You make me want to pull my hair out. Stop it. Uh, we only have five picks this draft, so <laughs> that better be crucial. Or just trade them for some guys. Trade them in. Uh, I don't care. Uh, five picks, ain't going to do nothing. Uh, get some players. Get some valued players. Trade up. Uh, we could use a running back for our backup, Jaunte Williams. I mean, he came off that ACL injury. Uh, don't have a deep backfield, but Jaunte Williams when he's healthy. Woo, that man is good. Good. Lots of defense line in this draft. Edge. Uh, so pick it up pick them up. There's a lot of them. They're good. They're that good. So, maybe edge. Defense line. Maybe a corner. Safety's good. Uh, get a cornerback. Like I said, lots of corners coming in this draft, too. But offensive line, cornerback help, I think, are the main issues for my Denver Broncos this draft. Don't uh, no put ex- my expectations too high. All we do is draft uh, tight ends and offensive linemen, and they really work out. So... <laughs> Not much hope going into this weekend. All right, everyone. Let's move into the final segment. Who I'm sharing my burger and brought with sharing it with sharing it with the late great Demarius Thomas, who will be inducted into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame this week. Uh, just awesome, awesome news. I mean, well deserved for Demarius Thomas, Super Bowl Fifty winner, just legendary number eighty eight. Uh, Demarius Thomas sadly passed away a few years ago, uh, but vital to the Denver Broncos organization for all those years, and especially that Super Bowl Fifty run. So. Uh, Share my Bergen brought Demarius Thomas, the late great, uh, entering the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame this weekend. All right, everyone, that is my NFL nonsense. That, that's what I'm. That's what I'm putting out. That that's where I think the NFL draft should line up some picks of uh, who my top quarterbacks players are in the NFL draft. Let me know what you think on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Uh, and also. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, that's right. It's my birthday if you didn't hear earlier. Uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast on any platform. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, literally anywhere. You get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. And stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.